0: Hi, friends, and welcome back to the Flighted Dusra.
1: Hello, guys. I'm Ved. And I'm Yash. And today we are together, and our special guest who was there in the last session is not with us today, but he'll join in the further sessions. Yes. So today um, we are back at our bread, bread and butter, <laughs> and we- <laughs>
0: So today is episode number three and we are going to start our discussions about the Indian Premier League.
1: Yes, so uh, in this discussion, uh, we are going to start off by previewing all the 10 teams and then we'll move on uh, to the schedule and also our predictions and a lot more. So we'll do one thing like uh, we'll... uh, Review two teams in one podcast and we'll do five such podcasts before the IPL begins. So, that's a promise. Yeah. So, today we have got uh, the two teams are Chennai Super Kings and Royal Challengers Bangalore.
0: Yes. So, let's start with the defending champions, Chennai Super Kings. And uh, this time, uh, what do you think about their squad,
1: with? I think uh, it is a good squad, but the majority of the people are from last year. So you can argue in both the ways that uh, last year, the team was already uh, had a lot of old people and they were retained most of them. But on the other side, we can also say that they won the IPL. So they've got the winning team and they've also added few new names yeah. who we usually do not relate with teams like Chennai Super Kings like uh, Chris Jordan or Adam Milne they usually yeah. don't go by the hyped, hyped international players who are hyped in other T20 leagues but this time around they have picked such players also Dwayne Pretorius and yeah. uh, there are such examples
0: Yeah. so we'll come to the players uh, in a little while but before that CSK is in Group B and they are joined by Sunrisers Hyderabad, RCB, Punjab Kings and Gujarat Titans. So, they will be playing two games against these four teams and also against Mumbai Indians who are in Group A. But all the other teams in Group A, which are KKR, RR, DC and LSG, they will be playing just one game against CSK. So, uh, those are the 14 games and uh, I think... Uh, that's a pretty easy set of matches because if you're playing two matches against SRH, Punjab and Gujarat and even RCB because Chennai has been defeating RCB so I think they've got a few easy wins in that, right?
1: Yeah, uh if you just look at the battles between the teams like the names Chennai and Hyderabad or such names yeah. then you can say it's easy but you never know that which team has got their combination right because it's uh, it was the mega auction that happened and all the teams were shuffled. Chennai have got uh, the desired combination but also there are a lot of new faces. So it, it just depends on which combination clicks. So we can also expect uh, someone like Gujarat Titans can stand out from the rest. We never know. But we'll discuss about them later. So. I, um we can't really say if any game is really easy but from the team combinations yeah group b looks a bit more easier than group a
0: yeah because in group a if you see there's mi then there's KKR who have i think built a really solid team except their wicketkeeper yeah. then you have rajasthan who are also looking good and dc and lsg of course so that's i think uh, like a group of death because all the five teams are, uh, you know, they can easily qualify into the playoffs. But if you look yeah. at Group B, I think SRH and Gujarat have, uh, they haven't really done well in the mega auctions because uh, SRH has gotten, you know, most of their previous, uh, last year's batsmen who didn't really play well and they've bought them back. So I don't know why. And Gujarat is yeah. also, uh, I think they've spent too much on players like Tewatia and they missed out on a few good pies. so I think those four games are going to be very easy for Chennai, uh, irrespective of the combination. Because uh, I think MS Dhoni will will be too smart for SRH or Gujarat. But yeah, let's uh, yeah. let's not predict anything right now. We'll see. Only uh, time will uh, tell. Yeah, exactly. So, so let's move to the Chennai squad. I'll read out the batsmen that they have. They have Rituraj Quad, who was the Orange Cap holder last time. Then you have Ambati Raidu, uh, Devon Conway, Robin Uthappa, Narayan Jagdishan, and of course MS Dhoni. And in this, uh, in this top six uh, batsmen, you have got five wicket keepers already. So except Rishabh oh, Pant, oh. everybody can keep. So that's a, a really nice thing to have. So what yeah. do you think about this batting? Uh, because I'm sure. Uh, only two or three people from these six are going to play because they also have all-rounders in the middle.
1: Yeah, I think um, this is not surely not the best batting lineup. up uh, you never know which opening combination they'll go with. They have a lot of options with Gaikwad. They can choose either Raidu, Conway, or Uthappa. Yeah, but I think uh, all all the four. Gaikwad Ryadu, Conway, Uttarp have a chance to bat in the top four. I would actually like to see Ambati Ryadu open with Gaikwad mm. because uh, whenever he was successful for CSK in uh, 2018, most of the times he opened with Shane Watson. Yeah. So I think he can play that as a surprise. Uh, you never know. But I think uh, the batting looks a little weak, but the all-rounders will catch up. Yeah, and I think uh, one
0: advantage that they have is that they are playing at uh, Mumbai and Pune where uh, the pitches are more helpful for batsmen. So, uh, with this, uh, I wouldn't say poor batting, but uh, they haven't played much cricket in the past, uh, in the recent past. So, for
1: them, it will be slightly easier than playing in Chennai. Yeah, but I think uh, hopefully it will work out, but I'm not too sure if This is the best batting combination in the tournament. Surely not the best. Yeah. I think one of the worst. (laughs) (laughs) But this
0: is just half of their batting because the major chunk comes from the all-rounders, which is Ravindra Jadeja, Moin Ali, DJ Bravo and Shivam Dubey. I think these four guys are going to play most of the games for them.
1: Yeah, the all-rounders are uh, world-class all-rounders. And in the recently concluded Sri Lanka series, we saw uh, a different version of Ravindra Jadeja, the one who came to bat at uh, positions like number four and number five and batted easily. So I think the weak CSK batting might be covered up mostly by Ravindra Jadeja and Moin Ali. And they can also slip in Shivam Dube when needed. But I think that would make uh, the uh, batting filled with left handers, so I don't think he'll start, he'll be in the starting 11. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, I think Jadeja Moinali and Bravo, and also they've got backups for Moinali and Bravo in Mitchell Santner and Dwayne Pretorius. So, they've done a really good job in yeah. the all rounders. I think they will catch up for whatever uh pieces are missing in the batting order, yes, true. And
0: one name that we all forgot like both of us forgot was uh, ms dhoni
1: <laughs> oh yeah
0: <laughs> i think he'll bat at maybe number 7 this time because uh, he doesn't want to you know waste balls because he has got a really nice uh, batting order before him so i don't think he'll promote himself uh, unless yeah, the team sure. is winning easily
1: surely uh, someone like a mohin ali or ravindra jadeja or both of them are much better or at least in much better form than MS Dhuni. So I think they would surely bat ahead of him. So if you take the uh, top four from the batters, any of them, and I would see number five as Mohin Ali, number six as Jadeja, and then only I want Dhuni to come. And of course, if early wickets fall, then to stabilize, innings, he can rotate between Mohin Ali and Jadeja. But I don't yeah. want Dhuni to come ahead. So many your... CSK fans would be offended, but I feel yeah. that I think even
0: they will want MS Dhoni to just uh, you know play as a mentor and not really look to perform much. But w- yeah. what's your uh, what's your ideal batting
1: uh, lineup for this side? Yeah, so uh, I think openers could be Gayakwad and Raidu. That's what I feel. Okay. And uh, number three Devon Conway, number four Robin Uthappa. But uh, most probably, they can also shift between Raidu and Uthappa. Yeah. So, uh, that... But these will be the top four. That's what I feel. Okay. And then, uh, number five will be Moin Ali. And number six will be Jadeja. Ahead of Dhoni.
0: Okay.
1: Or at least should be. And number seven, MS Dhoni. And uh, number eight... So, till now, just one... uh, Yeah, two foreigners are done. So... For the last uh, last five, they have got uh, last four actually they have got two foreign options. Yeah, so MS Dhoni always likes
0: to play with those foreign pacers. so he's got a lot of freedom over there.
1: Yeah, so, so now can, yeah,
0: uh, let's let's quit. come to the bowlers now. Uh, yeah, I think this is one of the weakest part of this side because. They have uh, The fast bowlers, they have only Deepak Chahar, KM Asif, Chris Jordan, Adam Milne, Tushar Deshpande. Uh, I think Hungar Gekar is also a fast bowler, right?
1: Yeah, he is. Yeah,
0: and uh, I think they also have DJ Bravo and Shivam Dube at the top who can bowl some medium pace. But I don't think this is a good fast bowling attack given the fact that Deepak Chahar is injured right now. So we don't
1: know about his availability for the first few games. If you remove Deepak Chai from this bowling, I think it's it's really going to struggle in this year's tournament because Deepak Chai is the one who's going to bowl with the new ball. Yeah. If they actually don't even have another good new ball bowler, they have uh, only other bowlers like if Tushar Deshpande plays, he will bowl or Raj was in Hungar Gekar. Or they have to fit in Adam mill with another death bowler, Chris Jordan. And then DJ will miss out. So there are a lot of problems if Deepak Chahar is injured. Yeah. And uh, given uh, the fact that uh, they're going to play the entire
0: season at uh, Mumbai and Pune, I think the bowling attack is going to be under a lot of pressure because uh, this has actually been their problem whenever they play at batting tracks. You know, they score 200, but then they also uh, concede
1: a lot of runs. Yeah. Because they uh, naturally have always built their team based on the spin tracks. They prefer having more spin all-rounders in their team. And mostly they also concentrate on... um, Like they never have concentrated on getting world-class bowlers. They just get some mediocre bowlers and get the job done. Because they know half of their matches are... In half of the matches, they don't even need the paces to be world-class. But I think now... Uh, Dhoni MS Dhoni should have gone with at least one good bowler because the best foreign bowler is actually Adam Milna, Chris Jordan, who in any other team will, of course, be on the bench throughout the season. But here, yeah. he's the best foreign bowler. I, so think, I think they're in trouble.
0: Yeah, I think they're going to miss the services of Sam Curran really, really heavily this time because what he used to provide them was uh, a few overs in, up front and. Some good overs in the death, and he would also finish innings with maybe uh, a ten-ball twenty or something like that. So, they yeah, do, they do not have a, any of those players. Uh, they do have all-rounders, but they are all spinners. So, uh, yeah. I think Shivam dupay is going to have to play that role for Dhoni this time.
1: I think he's bo- he's not that capable with the ball.
0: Yeah,
1: but with the bat he can. But I don't. Uh, I don't think he'll be as effective as Sam Kern was. Yeah, true. And uh, I think the closest to him, of course, other than DJ Bravo, will be Dwayne Pretorius if he gets a chance. But uh, that too (laughs) looks tough considering they also have to fit in DJ Bravo mostly with Ali and Conway fixed. Or at least, yeah, Conway also should be fixed. So two foreigners are done. And the third one will be. According to me, one out of Jordan or Adam Mill. Yeah. Otherwise their fast bowling will suffer. So the fourth one, they have an option between DJ Bravo and Dwayne Pretorius. So I think either of them will miss. So I think that's a big problem for CSK. That who will who will be the foreigners who will come into the eleven.
0: Yeah, that's true. So uh, what's your overall rating for this squad? Because, uh, I think it's uh, something like an 8 out of 10 because I feel they have a really nice uh, batting order which is uh, pretty settled and everybody is looking in form as of now. And secondly, uh, they are less dependent on MS Dhoni. So that makes them really dangerous because uh, you never know uh, MS Dhoni. He can just come and finish a few games but they are really not dependent on that. Without him also they can win. So yeah. that's that makes this... And I also think the all-rounders are going to be really, uh, really helpful to them. Uh, They have got four of them. Jadeja, Ali, uh, DJ Bravo and uh, Shivam Dube. maybe. Uh, I'm not sure if all four of these will play, but at least three of them will play in every game. So they bank on these three all-rounders really, really heavily. So I feel these three are their really, really nice strengths. But uh, because of the death bowling, which is their uh, problem, and when they're playing at Mumbai and Pune, this problem becomes a little more because uh, you have seen matches turn in the last 2-3 overs in, in Mumbai especially. So,
1: yeah. uh, because of that, I'm giving them 8. Yeah, so the teams can actually calculate and uh, like play with uh, conservatively, keep wickets in hand in front of the spinners and Deepak Chahar. And so, they'll know like last 4 overs, if they need 50 runs also, they will believe in themselves that they can easily get it against this Chennai death bowling. So, yeah. I think that's how teams will approach them. They'll look to not give wickets to Jadeja, Mohin and Deepak Chahar and save wickets and hit it in the end death bowling. Yeah. So, uh, I think one name that we missed was Mahesh Thikshana, but I don't think if he he's anywhere in the scheme of things because uh, they already have Jadeja and mohin Ali who are straight away going to be in the playing 11. Yeah, I, so, think, I, I think they picked
0: Thikshana uh, for the Chennai tracks because over there, uh, you have seen them play three spinners. So, yeah, maybe he was an option for Chepok. But now, when you're playing in Mumbai, Pune, I don't think he's a starter.
1: Yeah, at least for this season, so he's out. Yeah. So, uh, only possibility for him is if mohin Ali, specifically Moinali Ali, gets injured. So they can replace him with an... Uh, so they can't... They directly can't replace him because Thikshan doesn't bat. So they have to do like... Uh, remove Moenali and put in a... Uh, some of it... Fit in a uh, Indian player and then remove some Indian. Like... So it's going to be very difficult to fit him in. Yeah. So So I think... Uh, the rating I would like to give them is six out of ten because just because of um, I think the the strongest part has been has been the all rounders, but other than that, the batting other than Guy Quad I and uh, Conway, you re- never really know how he'll step up. He's never played in India before, so that is going to be a challenge for him. So it will take some time for him to cope up. But the other are uh, nowhere close to match practice. Also, as of now, so <laughs> I can't really say. So I don't think the batting is looking all that great, and the bowling is also a little, a little tricky to say if they're going to perform well. So yeah, I'll give them six out of ten. And uh, another problem for them is uh, two
0: of their uh, highly rated players, Rituraj Gayaquad and Deepak Chahar, as of now they're injured and uh you know maybe ruthuraj will be available for the first match but you don't know what's going to happen to deepak
1: yeah he's suffering a hamstring injury and it all depends on the grade the
0: yeah. if
1: it's a grade 2 or if it's anything more than grade 1 i think he's out for at least another month
0: yeah so because i think uh, they spent 14 crores on him and missing him for the first few games It's going to be really bad because Chennai, if you have seen, they always like to start strong. So out of their first five, six matches, they end up winning four and, you know, they take a really nice advantage right up front in the tournament. And then they just keep building on it slowly. So uh, I think without Deepak Chair, that's going to be really difficult. So they'll have to maybe, uh, you know,
1: make a comeback towards the end of the tournament.
0: But yeah,
1: and they've never been good at winning games in the back end of the tournament. So so they have to start well at any cost. Yeah. Okay.
0: So that was about CSK. I have given them eight out of ten and Veda's given them six. So that's that makes their average score seven out of ten. It has to seven, right? <laughs> yeah. MS effect. Yeah so now from chennai let's move to the favorite team of ved uh, <laughs> he supports rcb over mi that's really strange so yeah, yeah i'm let... actually
1: from maharashtra but still uh, <laughs> i think i'm supporting both the teams equal but because of virat a soft corner for rcb yeah, yeah
0: because of virat kohli
1: so now let's and move
0: that later in a separate yeah. podcast <laughs> sure Let's move to Royal Challenges Bangalore. And they are in the same group as CSK. So they are playing CSK, SRH, Punjab and Gujarat twice. And from the other group, they are playing Rajasthan Royals twice. The good thing for them yeah. is that they are playing MI, KKR, DC and LSG. But MI, KKR, DC have been their you know fierce rivals who have always defeated them. And they are playing just one game against those three. So that's a really nice advantage for them. And they're yeah. playing two games again with SRH and Gujarat. So those four games are again pretty easy for them. So yeah. uh, I think RCP will be happy with the kind of games they have to play.
1: Yeah. And uh, I think their team, their, the resources they have will surely support them better than Chennai Super Kings. I feel.
0: Yeah. So now let's uh, come to the team. Uh, first of all, uh, I think this batting order is uh, like really exciting. It reminds me of RCB of the past where they had uh, a solid top three and then uh, you know, a decent finishing. So yeah. they, they start off with Virat Kohli, Faf Duplessis, and then you have three wicket keepers in Finn Allen, Dinesh Karthik, and Anuj Rawat. So, uh, I think the top order is heavily rel- uh, reliant on Virat Kohli and Fav Du and maybe even Glenn Maxwell can play in the top order, but uh, yeah. do you think this, uh, this you know, just three players in the top order, uh, do you think RCB will succeed
1: this time? I think uh, their batting has always been their strength. Uh, up till 2019, it was only about the batting, but I think in uh, the last two years, uh, the growth of mohammed siraj and the reemergence of yuzvendra chahal has meant that the bowling is also now become a bit more dependent like you dependent, uh, yeah. i think till 2019 you could say that if the score uh, was less than 150 then rcb has lost the match already but now i think there's some sort of trust in the rcb bowlers as well yeah, And I think they have retained two of their best bowlers. Of course, they left the Chahil, but Mohamed Siraj and Herschel Patel. So, I think because of that, the batting will not be under that much pressure. But still, Virat Kohli, Fav Plessis and Glenn Maxwell, they will have uh, most of the responsibility to get them going. And uh, the other one, I think the opening is a little tricky for them because either they can... lose one of their foreign spots and get in Finn Allen at the top or they can play it safe with Anuj Rawat but I I don't think you really need a keeper at the top because Dinesh Karthik might surely start I'm actually looking uh, at other options like uh, maybe they can throw in a Sherfin Rutherford who has uh, opened in various other leagues and has done well or also someone like a David Willey because yeah. we have seen him open before. So I yeah. think those two options are also open but they're less likely. I think Anuj Rawat or Finn Allen look the most likely to open and then uh, with either Virat Kohli or Fav Duplessis, Even that is a concern. I think Virat Kohli, now that he's not the captain, he should leave it to Faf to decide Yeah. and the rest of the batting... Should be uh, so so the top three are there, and then Glenn Maxwell comes in at number four, and number five is Dinesh Karthik, and then the all rounders, which we'll talk about now.
0: Yeah, but uh, one thing is uh, one thing is pretty, I think, challenging for them. They can't afford to have a foreigner as an opener uh, along with Faf because what that will do is you will have the foreign opener, Faf, and Maxi. So you'll have three foreigners in the top four. And then yeah. you can play with just one foreign bowler. And they actually have one into Hasaranga, Jason Berendorf, and Josh Hazelwood. So they would like to play at least two of these guys. So that makes them yeah. uh, they will have to look to Anuj Ravat or maybe Mahipal Lomror to open the innings for them.
1: Yeah, so that, uh, that's that's why Anuj Ravat, I think is a better option because uh, moreover, he's, uh, he has opened before in domestic cricket, while Mahipal, Lomroar and the others, they haven't. And also, so because of their foreigners, the other foreigners are much better than someone like a Finn Allen or Rudha And even David Willey, he's good, but I don't think he can play ahead of Josh Hazelwood. So, yeah, Anuj Ravat looks as the best option yeah, for me. But
0: what I would... Like them to do is open with Virat and Kav, so, and you have to bank on them to give you at least, uh, maybe at least three to four hundred and partnerships in the season. Because if they do that, then RCB is sure to score at least 180, 185. Because yeah. uh, I think it's uh, it's better to have your best batsman uh, to be able to play the maximum number of balls, because it's not that. You have just these two guys. You also have Glenn Maxwell and Dinesh Karthik who can bat. So opening with Virat and Faf would actually, you know, it would cause a lot of trouble for the oppositions because, you know, they would have runs being scored from both the sides and, uh, you know, the bowlers would be under pressure if they see Virat and Faf opening.
1: Yeah. But I think the nature of both these batsmen is quite similar If they're they're not looking in good touch, then they look to be on the non-striker's end and let the other handle. So it can happen that both of them are not in good touch and so they both play slowly. And that's the one thing. And also another factor is you need someone to control the middle overs, which lately both of them actually haven't done it that well, facing the spinner in the middle overs. So, yeah, I think uh, both both the options are open for RCB. Either open one of Virat and Faf and keep the other one at number three and get another opener or open with Virat and Faf. But I think it is more likely that only one of either Virat or Faf will open. One of them will remain in the middle order. That's what yeah, I feel. Could be. But uh, because, like, if
0: you have seen both of their IPL careers, their most successful years have uh, been when they've opened the innings for their respective sides. But yeah, looking at the uh, other factors, maybe you will see just one of them open. So now let's come to the all rounders. Uh, They've got Glenn Maxwell, who is definitely, I think, one of the best all rounders in the world right now in terms of
1: T20 cricket. And he's more of a, a pure batsman for RCB. he yeah. only bowls when there's absolute need otherwise he's, if it's in the top 4 for rcb anyways yeah true uh,
0: next they have mahipal Ah uh, Sherfin rutherford Fanindu saranga who they have paid i think around 10.5 crores or 10.75 yeah uh, they also have david willie and they have bought back shahbaz ahmed who is uh, who has impressed uh, a lot of people actually, because the way he fitted into the RCB team last year uh, yeah. was amazing, and he was uh, you know giving them a few economical overs, and he also took some
1: nice catches in the field. Yeah. So uh, I feel that two players who, who are surely going to bat in the middle order for them, because otherwise they don't really have any other options i think two of them are mahipal lomror and shahbaz ahmed and both of them have to step up and both of them are really capable so uh, many might argue that both are basically the same players but uh, i say that both the the way both of them play is different they both are left-handed batsmen and left-arm spinners but the way they play cricket is different uh, shahbaz ahmed is Someone who bowls those uh, middle overs and he's usually the one who keeps things tight. While Mahipal Lomroor is not more of a bowler. I think he bowls equivalent to what someone like a Maxwell does for RCB. So more of the fifth bowler responsibility will be on Shahbaz Ahmed. And Lomroor might add just one over and Ahmed will do three overs. So I think that's what the combination should be. So let me just quickly recap the batting for them. So the uh, I think what I feel the opener Anuj Rawat uh, will be opening for them with a uh, Virat Kohli of Faf. So the top three are Virat Faf and Ravat and in any order. And number four should be Glenn Maxwell. And number five, six, seven. So these three positions are root in in any order. But I think they should be. Dinesh Karthik, Mahipal lomuro and Shabha Zammath. Okay. These three. And uh, they can uh, change the positions according to the situation. If, uh, if the wickets fall early, Dinesh Karthik can come in and just uh, stabilize the innings. Or to maintain the left-right combination and all that, they also have two left-handers. So I think that will be a very good um, batting order. Yeah, And plus Hasaranga, Patel and even others in the lower order can contribute run.
0: Yeah, that's true. And uh, with this batting order, the good thing is that they have just used two foreign players. So that gives them uh, an opportunity to use two more foreign players out of the four bowlers remaining. So let's look at the bowlers now. They have got uh, a good fast bowling attack in Mohamed Siraj, Harshal Patel, Jason Berendorf, Josh Hazelwood, and Siddharth Kaul. So, those are some nice fast bowlers with enough backups yeah. as, as well. And all are experienced. Yeah. And you also have uh, Karan Sharma, who is the spinner, the leg spinner over there. And Akash Deep is another bowler. Yeah. So, I think uh, the four bowlers who will play over here would be. Uh, like of course vanindu hasaranga is going to be their number 8 i think and then number 9 yeah. 10 11 would be uh, mohammed siraj harshal patel and josh hazelwood because uh, but then uh, they will have to bank on hasaranga shahbaz ahmed and Lomroor to deliver the spin and even maxwell so, yeah, they have so got, i think can... yeah they've got enough uh, spin options at the top uh, and you know, even, uh, like, you don't really need a lot of spin when you play at Mumbai and Pune. So good thing is that they have a good trio of pacers in Siraj Patel and Berendog- and Hazelwood who can bowl uh, in any part of the innings. So, Hazelwood yeah. opens the bowling along with Siraj. And then, Harshal Patel can bowl in the death along with Hazelwood. So, it's looking so like... Then,
1: Bowling attack has a lot of variety. Yeah. Every every bowler brings some other addition to this attack. Like uh, Mohamed Siraj is a very good new ball bowler. And plus he nails the Yorkers towards the end. And then Josh Hazelwood bowls mainly with the new ball. I think he'll bowl two to three overs with the new ball. And then just one in the middle. Uh, in I think the overs between 14 to 17. He'll finish his quota by then. Yeah. And Harshal Patel, he comes in right after the power play and bowls in the middle overs and the death overs. And then Hasaranga, of course, he will bowl for you uh, in the middle overs. And Shahbaz Ahmed Lomroor, I think that quota, Shahbaz Ahmed someone who can also bowl in the power play, by the way. Yeah. So, which is, uh, I don't think it will be useful in such conditions, but still, you can, if you have. Uh, set up someone. If you have two right-handers in front, so you can also use him. So I think there's a lot of variety in this bowling attack. Uh,
0: yeah. So they have four quality bowlers, and they'll have to extract four overs from uh, Shahbaz, Lomror, and Maxwell. Yeah. Uh, but the problem that I see is, uh, if you look at their death, which is Harshal Patel and Mohammed Siraj, and maybe an over from Hazelwood. You know, all these three guys, if they have a bad day, they go for a lot of runs. For example, you have seen Harshal Patil, who was hit for 37 runs in the last over uh, in last year's IPL. And even against Sri Lanka in the second T20, he was hit for 52 runs. So you can't really, uh, you know, expect what Harshal Patil will bowl because if he bowls well, he gets like three, four wickets. And he goes for just 20-25 runs. But then yeah. on this bad days, he goes for a lot of runs. And that could be a huge problem, playing at Mumbai and Pune.
1: Yeah, and actually, uh, he he has, in the last year's IPL, he actually went for a lot of runs in Mumbai when he played. I think he yeah. played just three matches, but he was <laughs> hammered. So, you, are, you can't guarantee that they'll bowl well in all the games. But at least you have someone who has delivered before. So I think that would be a confidence boost of R C B. They don't have someone who has never delivered before. And the other big thing for them with the death bowling is that they have bowled together. They won R C B the last year. So they understand the understanding is good. So they bowled together and they've played for R C B last season. Yeah. So I think these are the two things. I think uh, they won't perform uh, in every single game in the death overs. In some matches, they will go for runs when yeah. some big hitters are in front. But I think on most days, they can pull some good death bowling.
0: Yeah. So even if they give you like two or three wins based on their bowling, I think that's a really win. Yeah. That's a, that's a good, good thing for RCA. So, yeah, I think uh, more responsibility is obviously on their batsmen and, uh, overall i think this team uh, has four big strengths uh, the first being they've got a, a really nice core of five players who are spread across the entire playing 11 so that's Kohli yeah. and faf at the top maxwell in the middle and siraj and Harshal patel at the uh, at the bottom so that's some nice experience which is spread yeah. out well in, in the squad, and uh,
1: also, other than them, the others they can also chip in, so they are they are uh, utility players. I think that's that's what makes the 11 very good, yeah, as compared to Chennai, of course. I think Chennai has a few, uh, a few poor players, but then
0: the others are really, really nice performers and match winners, whereas RCB has got. You know, all of them are, uh, you know, not bits and pieces, but a little more than that. Yeah. Then the second big strength that I feel is uh, their bowling attack, which is, uh, as I said, Harshal Patel, Siraj, Hazelwood, Hasaranga, Ranga, Behrendorf and Karan Sharma. I think this is one of the best bowling attacks of this IPL in terms of the variety that they bring. Because yeah. you have got a really nice uh, fast uh, fast bowler in Mohamed Siraj. You also have got people who can bounce the ball really well with Hazelwood and Barendorf. Barendorf also gives you the left arm pace option. And you have got a good death bowler in Harshal Patel. So that's a nice fast bowling attack. Plus, you have Siddharth Kaul as a backup. Yeah. And uh, the spinners are also really nice in Hasaranga, who can also bat. And Karan Sharma, who is that lucky factor because whichever team it <laughs> plays for, they
1: always reach the final somehow. Yeah. I think this is one of the most complete bowling packages in the, yeah. in the out of all the 10 teams.
0: And it's highly underrated as well. So people, I don't yeah. think they'll expect big things from this bowling attack, but they're actually really good. Yeah. The next strength, what I feel is uh, the top class batting order, uh, especially at the top with Faf, Virat, Maxwell and maybe Anuj Rawat. I think these, uh, if these three guys, Faafirad and Maxwell, if each one of them scores, uh, you know, even three fifty or four hundred runs in the season, I think RCB may even you know, reach the finals or even win. So yeah. The thing is, I think each each of these guys should take up to themselves to at least win two matches for RCB out of fourteen.
1: And I think uh, they will end up with more, but. If they yeah. uh, even win two matches each, I think that's still six games out of fourteen.
0: Yeah.
1: So, and they are capable of doing it absolutely. Yeah. And um, I just uh, wanted to say, if instead of Anush Rawat, if somehow they had managed to get Srikar Bharat, this batting would have been on a different level because Srikar Bharat didn't go all that expensive. Yeah. Actually, Delhi got a, a huge steal, and the not going to utilize him as well as RCB can if they had got him. Yeah, so That would have been a brilliant top four. Bharat, Faf, Virat and Maxwell. But I think they couldn't and they had to settle for someone like Anuj Rawat.
0: Yes. And I also feel that RCB should have gone for Devdutt Padikal a little bit more because he went for uh, I think 9 crores and yeah. if, if they would have managed to uh, you know bag him then this batting would have looked really nice uh, so they yeah, the Pfaff, and Maxwell I think they would have i mean, put the show on fire
1: <laughs> yeah and also uh this time around um uh, there is someone reliable in in the finishing in Dinesh karthik yeah uh, not reliable but at least he's experienced. experienced
0: yeah true
1: they didn't really have anyone like that for the finishing They always banked on the top-order batting. But this time, along with top-order, they also have a good finish. Yeah, but they are going to miss AB de Villiers a lot because
0: the kind of flexibility he brought in was... uh, I don't think there can be any other player as flexible and as dangerous as AB de Villiers.
1: They're really going to miss him.
0: (laughs) And the the next strength, and I feel this is the biggest strength for them, which is... Virat Kohli this time is playing only as a batsman, and <laughs> not a captain. So that is going to yeah. free a lot of pressure off his head and I'm sure Virat is going to have a really, really nice season and the fact that they're going to be playing at Mumbai Pune throughout the season is going to boost his batting much more and maybe you can see uh, a season similar to 2016 from Virat Kohli this time.
1: Yeah, even if we get two-thirds of that, it will still be a really good season if he gets around 500-plus runs or so, yeah. around 600. That would really also help him boost confidence for the playing for India also because they need him to be in good frame of mind and good form because they after the IPL ends, they don't have a lot of time before the World Cup comes. So they really need his form uh, and india will be really pleased if we get the 600 run season
0: yeah uh, at the same time uh, there are a few weaknesses in this side and what i feel is the biggest weakness is that they have got uh, you know they have got a good bowling attack but most of them are foreign bowlers so you have hazelwood Behrendorf and hasaranga which are their you know so called top bowlers but i feel only two of them can play in every match and yeah. if you look at the uh, Indian bowling, you only have Harshal Patel and Siraj. You don't have anybody else. Uh, there's only Siddharth Khol. So, I think this uh, is going to be a, uh, an area of concern, especially if uh, one of their Indian pacers gets injured midway.
1: Yeah, so uh, what they have got is only backup bowlers, but they don't have like uh, equally good bowlers like they have got Harshal Patel and Mohamed Siraj they have a lot of responsibility on their head because they know if one of them is also not only injured but if it's not also performing but uh, then they have only got someone like a Siddharth who can only fill half the gap left by someone like a Patel so they really need to be careful not only about injury but also uh, to at least keep things under control yeah. If you're not getting wicket, you still have to keep things tight. Because if you go big, there's no one else to uh, catch up or really control things. Only yeah. these are the major Indian bowlers.
0: And if you want to play two uh, foreign fast bowlers, then they're going to have to drop Hasaranga and bring in Karan Sharma. So that will absolutely yeah. destroy the balance of the side.
1: Yeah, so Hasaranga, I think, will play every match considering that he is the only real spinner in this team. Karan Sharma also, I don't think he can give you four overs in every match. The way he is bowled in the domestic circuit and in the previous season. And uh, also the money factor comes in. Yeah. The way uh, They've paid him a lot of money. so They don't want him to just warm the benches after just a few games. So... He should play and he's, he's a world class bowler. Yeah. So, uh, one of Hazelwood and Behrendorf can only play considering they have got far from Maxi at the top. Yeah, that's true.
0: Now, uh, let's come to this second weakness. And I feel this is uh, a really big area of concern. If you've seen the most successful IPL sides in the past, uh, be it Mumbai Indians of 2020 or uh, even Delhi Capitals in the last few years or even Chennai Super Kings in uh, 2013-14. One thing in common that they all had was a good Indian batting core. If you look at MI, they've yeah. had Rohit, Surya Kumar, Rishan Kishan, Khrunal Pandya, Hardik Pandya. Delhi has had uh, uh, Prithvi Shaw, Rishabh Pant, Shreya Sayer, Shikhar Dhawan as well. But if you look at yeah. the RCB side, the Indian batting is really uh, inexperienced. Only Virat Kohli and uh, Dinesh Kartik are the two people who have played uh, a good amount of IPL cricket. Other than that, if you see, you have Anuj Rawat, Mahipa Lomroor, Shahbaz Ahmed uh, and a few others. Uh, Suyash Prabhu, they say, as well. All these guys haven't played much IPL cricket. So, yeah. that is going to be a uh, you know a thing of concern for them and you really don't know if they'll be able to step up uh, when the challenge is in front of them.
1: I think that uh, this time around, they have they've backed a lot uh, on their domestic performances and uh, they've gone with players who are actually currently bits and pieces players yeah. but they bank on them to do the job for them uh, i think anuj Rawat is someone they've praised a lot about him i think if he if he works i think it is a very going to be a good one yeah. because we have seen him bad before he is a decent batter so, if he gets going, it will be really helpful. Yeah. But uh, and, as I and, already said,
0: yeah. Mahipal Lomroor
1: and, and Shabaz Ahmed are very important.
0: Yeah, exactly. And Mahipal Lomroor is also a good hitter. I've seen him bat for Rajasthan in the last IPL. And he was yeah. hitting the ball pretty long. So, I think under pressure, how they perform is going to matter a lot. Because yeah. uh, he's going to face the top uh, pacers, especially batting uh, at the uh, you know towards the end of the innings. He's going to face Bumrah. Rabada, Mark Wood, and all those really nice pace bowlers. So, it's going to be exciting to see if these guys uh, can step
1: up. Yeah, and I'm actually excited just by the fact that someone like Mahipal Longroor is going to get game time, finally. Because he has been warming the benches for quite a long time. And I think it's too long for such a talented player. I think it's high time he steps up. And just proves to the world yeah. who he is. I, I'm really excited to see him.
0: Yeah, and I'm also excited to see how uh, Virat Kohli and Faf and Maxwell, Maxwell, and even DK, how they're going to manage these youngsters. Because uh, yeah. a few bad games can always uh, lower your uh, motivation and morale. But uh, let's see how, how Dinesh Karthik, especially batting uh, at the in the death, let's see how he handles these... You know, youngsters around him.
1: Yeah. So I think it's a very exciting team, and all RCB matches are going to be really interesting and exciting to watch.
0: Yeah. Uh, And the third uh, weakness, which is obviously uh, it's been with RCB, I think, ever since they started playing IPL, and that's (laughs) been their death, death bowling trouble. It got a little better last year when Harshal Patel was bowling well, but. In a yeah. few matches, you could see that uh, RCB were still having those problems. I think this time also, you are expected uh, to see that problem in a few matches. Not not all the matches, because Patel and Siraj, as you said, they bowl well in the death. But uh, I, yeah, I still I don't think this is the best death bowling when you, when you compare it with MI or uh, even Delhi. Yeah,
1: I think uh, someone like a Josh Hazelwood, also will contribute in the death this time because he has improved as a death bowler over the years. So, uh, he will bowl, but yeah, the most of the responsibility will be on Harshal Patel. The last four overs, I think it will be uh, divided as two from Patel and one each of Siraj and Hazelwood. Yeah. So a uh, lot of responsibility on Herschel Patel. I think, uh, if Patel goes big, and we've seen him once after every three or four games, or at least yeah, one after four games, he has a bad day with in the death bowl. Yeah, and it's a really bad day always. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, those bad days usually cause the game, completely changes the game. So he would like to have less of those bad days. Yeah. And uh, I think, yeah, he won't even he won't perform. Uh, well in all the games, that's for sure. Everyone yeah, oh, uh, can uh, have bad days, but I think if he has less bad days, in 2021, he really he had just a few bad days. So yeah. if he can maintain that, uh, just not go huge. <laughs> Even when you have a bad day, don't have wickets, at least try not to give more than 40. Yeah. If, if you go more than that, I think that really uh, impacts the game a lot, so yeah, that will be something Harshal Patel will keep in mind. And he's someone who uh, thinks a lot about the game, so I don't think he'll he repeats mistakes, he never does that. Yeah, so he usually learns from his mistakes, but I think he should not make new mistakes every time.
0: Yeah, one interesting thing that uh, you said that Harshal Patel. Uh, his bad days were limited in uh, last year's IPL. But, you know, most of those bad days came when they were playing at one So yeah. So, <laughs> that's a bad omen. But, yeah, I think he's got one more uh, year of experience now. And uh, I hope he performs well. Uh, and we also, think...
1: experience he got playing in India yeah. or playing for India, actually. Helped.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, and, you know, one more question. Uh, do you think RCP should have gone for another uh, a couple of Indian quicks such as Navdeep Saini or Umesh Shadav or even Ishan Sharma because these guys came into the auction towards the end and they were picked for base prizes and RCP has built a squad of only 21 people so they don't want yeah. to create a problem of plenty but at the same time when it's a 10 team IPL and you're building a team for the future, do you think it's good to have as many options as possible and play whichever you need? Or do you think it's always good to have a fixed set of players whom you rely on every game?
1: Yeah, I think uh, you have to get a few players. You have to give them responsibility. Only then they'll really perform well if they know that they're responsible for something in the setup. But yeah, I think it's always good to have options because you never really know We have uh, always seen people uh, players who are always hyped and then uh, teams bank on them and don't really have good backup options. And then they end up going really bad and then the teams are in trouble because they don't have anyone else. They are relying on that player. So we have seen enough examples of that. And I think uh, RCB also really... Could have gone for at least one more pace. So they have gone for Akash Deep and Siddharth Call, but I don't think they're uh, that good replacements. Yeah. Siddharth Call is at least okay decent, but Akash Deep, I don't think, yeah, I think so they, they, they should have got... they should
0: have gone for signing or Ume Shadow because yeah. these two guys have played for RC before. So they know the setup over there.
1: Yeah. Or at least uh, if not them. At least one of the uh, under-19 boys, like Karthik Tyagi, or yeah. uh, there are a lot of others. Shivam Mavi, at least one of them. Because you needed one more good pacer. But I think uh, now that they have got the team, they surely must have had some plan. So let's keep an eye on the IPL for this.
0: Yeah. So for this RCB side, I'm rating them 6 out of 10 because... I feel uh, they have got a really inexperienced Indian core of players, uh, especially in the batting. And I also feel that their fast bowling is, uh, you know, it's their bowling rather is reliant on their foreign players. And if they're not available for uh, the entire season, I think they're going to have a lot of problems. Because Josh Hizzlewood, there's a high likelihood that he would miss a few matches here and there. Uh, and yes. then they'll have to play Siddharth Call or Jason Berendorf which is uh, not the ideal uh, combination for them. So because of these two issues I'm giving them 6 but I'm expecting their batting to uh, deliver really well. Especially Virat, Faf, Maxwell and DK.
1: Yeah. So uh, I would like to give them 8 out of 10. And it's not because I like RCB but I think they have built a decent team. It's not the best, but it's surely not the worst. I think their batting... Well, they, they have got some really good batters. And also, there are some exciting talents who are there, like Anuj Ravat, Shahbaz Ahmed and Mahipa yeah. I think I really think uh, the batting is still their strength more than their bowling. Even though they have worked hard, over the years to build a solid bowling core. I still feel the batting is still the strength. And the b- bowling they have got new ball bowlers, they've got death over bowlers. They have got good spinners. No, they have got just good spinner in one into Hasaranga. Again, I think they're over relying on some of the exciting talents and they haven't gone for proven talents. Uh, it's good to have exciting talents, but they can also backfire, and I think that's what can happen with RCB. Not that it will, but there's a possibility. Like, uh, If um, Anuj Rawat doesn't click, Shabaz Ahmed uh, doesn't become that big player, he just still remains a bits and pieces player, and also Mahipa Lomro, so then RCB will be in trouble. I think they're over-relying on one of them to have breakout season. So, if it doesn't happen, I won't be surprised if it doesn't happen, actually. So, yeah, it will be a shock for all of them, but I think uh, it still deserves... Okay, so I'll negotiate and I'll come to 7.5, I think. After my own words, I felt that uh, yeah. it's not worth 8. So, I'll go with 7.5. Yeah. So, it's a good team and I think they are a good team. Uh they can finish in the top two of out of the five. Because the other teams, we when we review preview them, we'll talk about them, but I think they have a chance. It's not like they cannot get into the top two. They have a chance. That's what I feel.
0: Yeah. So uh yeah, that's what I was gonna ask you. Uh, Where do you think CSK and RCB will finish in the points table? Because uh, before that, let me tell you one thing. Uh, The two groups that are made, they are officially called virtual groups. So they are only for the schedule. And it's not going to be that top two teams from each of those groups will qualify. So basically, the the points table is going to be just one, uh, you know, uh, a, a points table which is going to contain all the 10 teams in just a single points table, because there are a lot of intergroup matches as well. So it's not really like two separate groups and they play against each other, and then the top two teams come up. So there is a possibility that all the four teams that qualify could be from Group A, or there could be three from Group A and yeah. one from Group B. So uh, where do you think uh, CSK and RCB stand out of the ten teams?
1: Okay, so uh, I think the Chennai Super King, uh i I see them finishing at around fifth or sixth place, but I think everyone say that every year and every year they prove <laughs> us wrong.
0: Yeah.
1: i I hope I'm not proven wrong this time because yeah. I think it's high time can I need to rethink the strategy. You know what How long I feel, will they keep winning?
0: what What I feel is that it really depends on the first four to five matches. Yeah. If if they are able to win even three out of the first five or four or five matches, I think then Chennai are uh, going to be uh, looking for that top three or even top two spot. But if they win just two or even one out of the first five matches, then it's going to be yeah. really difficult to come back because as the tournament progresses, you have seen that other teams pick momentum and Chennai they you know they start playing worse cricket as the tournament progresses. So. It's really important for them to get a good start, get a head start ahead of everybody, and win at least three out of the first five matches.
1: Yeah, and a lot of that will depend on whether Rutraj Gaikwad and Deepak Chahar are fully fit for those matches. So, yeah, we keep an eye on that. And talking about RCB, I feel, I honestly feel they can, they can uh, come in. Uh, the top four, I think they can max reach the third place because there are better teams out there. Yeah, I think they'll be more or less uh, nearby the Chennai Super Kings, fourth, fifth, or sixth. Yeah, in the middle, middle model as you say. So, True. I think um, they're similar to Chennai Super Kings this time around, but I think they've got a slight edge over them because of um, a bit of the. I, I just feel overall they are a better team than Chennai, not by much, but it's just my instinct.
0: Yeah, even uh, you know, even I feel uh, similarly. But it uh, you know their performance is gonna be dependent heavily on the form of one Virat Kohli and Harshal Patel because these two guys are I think the most important players for them. Uh, yeah. Harshal Patel is the most important because you are playing at Mumbai and Pune where it's really important to get your death overs correct. And if Herschel Patel doesn't do that, I think RCB are going to, uh, they're going to lose uh, matches while defending because even if they score 200 and if they don't bowl well in the death, they're going to lose that match. So it's important that
1: Patel plays well for them. So uh, they are are dependent. I think they are uh, overly dependent on a few players. And uh, their performance will depend on the form of a few players. Yeah. But they have got enough talent. It just yeah, needs to. That's, click. True. that's yeah. what I feel. And they
0: also have a good support stuff. I feel because Mike Hessen and Sanjay Bangar, I think these two guys are you know really calm and uh, you know they don't panic. They would I think they yeah. would give a lot of opportunity. And a long run to players like Anuj Rawat and Mahipal Lomroor. So, I don't think yeah. there's going to be a pressure of performance in that side.
1: Yeah, they should play freely and they should perform well under these circumstances. I think they will finish higher than Chennai Kings.
0: Yeah, I feel uh, RCB may find it difficult to qualify, but uh, if they play out of their skins, they can make it. Uh, if we see a 2016 or even a, a you know 2018 or 2019 season from Virat Kohli where he scores 500 550 600 and if you see a good season from Maxi Faf i think they are lo- they are looking good for maybe a fifth place or you know even fourth place uh, best i don't think they'll finish in the top 3
1: yeah so that concludes our discussions for this episode <laughs> it was really good talking about Chennai Super Kings and Royal Changes Bangalore. Yeah, We'll be back soon and we will continue to cover the Group B team. So, there are three more teams left. Sunrises Hyderabad, the Punjab Kings and the Gujarat Titans. So, we'll cover these three teams in the upcoming episode.
0: Yeah, and thank you very much, Ved, for joining us and spending uh, your in a valuable one hour <laughs> and it's now 12, 12 o'clock over there and I know that you're yeah. sleepy so I'm <laughs> going to let you go to bed now thank you very much Thanks.
1: thank you for having me and hope you enjoyed the podcast and subscribe to the Friday bye. bye bye